0: You need Indeed. All
1: systems are good. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Vliet! All right, here we go, my friends. Welcome back to another audio adventure on Insight. I'm CVV, Chris Van Vliet. Thank you so much for being with us as we chat with one of the goats. We talk about it during this conversation, but one of the things I love about Bruce Buffer is passion just... Oozes out of him when he's in the middle of that octagon. The man clearly loves what he does, and it was such an honor to be able to share some time with Bruce Buffer. You can find him on social media it's at Bruce Buffer on Twitter, it's at Bruce Buffer UFC on Instagram. And if you're not following me, it's at Chris Van Vliet. And hey, if you're not following the podcast, give us a follow wherever you're listening to this right now. And I'm gonna guess since you're listening to this, that you might be a fan of the UFC. So you might've heard about that recent deal that the UFC did with Crypto.com, $175 million over 10 years. And they're the UFC's official cryptocurrency platform. And now you see Crypto.com on all the fight kits. And Crypto.com is not only partnered with the UFC, they've also partnered with me, And they want you to join the fastest growing cryptocurrency app that is leading cryptocurrency adoption. So they've put together a pretty generous deal here for anybody who listens to my podcast. So if you click on the link in my show notes and you use the code CBV, they're going to give you a $25 bonus on your metal card and 30 days of zero fees on credit and debit buys just for signing up, just for listening to this podcast. And Crypto.com has every product in the book. We're talking from buying a dollar in Bitcoin to spending Doge on your metal Visa card. And Crypto.com is my recommended platform. And this promo is really the perfect opportunity to get your feet wet in cryptocurrency, especially when they're willing to give you $25 bonus simply because you listen to this podcast. So the code again is CVV. The link is in the show notes, but it's crypto.com slash app slash CVV. Our fan of the week is Lou Lyon, who says, great interviewer. Chris has a great ability to connect with his guests. They trust him, and this leads to incredible deep answers to his questions. I love his ability to lower their defenses and communicate with them like two friends would naturally talk. I look forward to his podcasts every week. He is a master. Well, thank you very much for the super kind words, Lou. I appreciate that. And if you want a shout out on the show, just leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I read one out on every single episode. Now, you might have noticed that this episode is shorter than the usual, you know, 45 minutes to an hour that we normally do. Bruce had an insanely busy week, and he was gracious enough to give us 15 minutes during a super, super busy time. So we made the best of it. So ladies and gentlemen, the legendary Bruce Buffer. Bruce, such a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Oh, my pleasure, Chris. My pleasure. When when we see you in the octagon, you were like passion personified. And I'm curious, do you live your entire life with that same passion for everything yeah absolutely i mean i try it passion is something listen I, I
2: always feel that if you're waking up especially for work and you're going nine to five or whatever nine to twelve or nine to nine or whatever the case might be if you're not passionate about what you do then you have then you have a job right and that's okay that's great as long as you're into your job but if you're passionate about what you do and you're monetizing it then you're living a life by design you know a lifestyle so you're waking up to go after what you love and um The UFC with the travel around the world and everything involved, I mean, it's more than just announcing 13 fights in an evening over six or seven, eight hours. Um, There's prep work, there's this, there's that, there's sacrifices, spending time with your family, there's sacrifice of being on the road. Um, People look at the glorious side and the trick is to make it look easy, but you know, it's definitely a lot of work. And that combined with all the other businesses I run and everything else, um, which gets a little overwhelming at time, but if the passion's involved, then you deal with it and you get it done, you know? And yeah. if you have a girlfriend or a wife, if you're not passionate about it, I mean, it's not going to go very far, you know?
1: That's it. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about everything else that you have going on, because I think that people only see you Saturday night looking dapper in the middle of the octagon, but they don't Thank know you. everything else that goes on.
2: Well, like for instance, last weekend and next weekend, I'll give you an example next weekend. Sure. I'll fly to Vegas on Friday. I'll do the UFC on Saturday. I'll stay overnight and then I'll open up the Raider game at Allegiant Stadium for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders and i did that last sunday um that's one thing i do that was very
1: cool by the way i saw that live i'm like ah it's bruce buffer yeah
2: it was awesome it was a big big uh big boost to my you know my career and uh the fact that i'm just not the octagon announcer Uh, i'm a performer and an announcer but i do motivational speaking i have three tv commercials coming out in the next few months I think my latest Manscaped commercial just got released, which I always have a kick in doing because I, I'm very self-deprecating. I don't mind making fun of myself and, you know, giving people a giggle over my, you know, whatever I do. But at the same time, um, when I do other businesses, like the business I've expanded for my brother, Michael Buffer, the great announcer, uh, known for his famous, let's get ready to rumble phrase, which we got together some 30 years ago and I properly trademarked and built his career and his brand worldwide into a half billion dollar brand along with him. And during that process, uh, which I wrote in my book, and you can read about on the internet, you know, I created my career in the octagon, which is now 25 plus years. But in business, you should start from a base and build out of the base revenue streams, which I did for Michael and all the toys and video games and everything that we created and did or merchandising and all that. So I'm doing the same thing for myself because to me, all business is the same. It's just the product is different. And right now I have three... Or four big, huge things happening. I just launched as a co-founder, um, a site you can go to called millions.co, C-O. And what that does is something that's never been done. We started with fighters. Um, I'm all about the fighters making a million dollars a night when they step in to put their blood, sweat, and tears on the octagon floor or ring or whatever it is. And that doesn't happen, except for choice few, as true of any business, right? Mm-hmm. Although the UFC pays more than anybody. I don't care what anybody says. I can argue that point all day long, okay? Um, people, they. Fighters are making good money, but when they're not fighting, you know, they need to train. If they have a second job, it takes up a lot of time. So we're trying to teach them how to brand and market themselves. We'll take a fighter or an NCAA athlete now that they can make money or we have MLB, NFL stars coming in. And what millions.co does is we'll create merchandise for them and we'll give them ways to make money uh, doing videos like cameos, which I do a lot of cameos and a lot of videos through my site, BruceBuffer.com for the fans. That keeps me extremely busy um, doing that for the fans and stuff. But this gives them a chance to market to their social media fan base and direct market, which is what business is about these days with social media. So I teach branding and marketing companies. I want to teach it to the athletes. And if you go to millions.co, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. The other thing is, is Puncher's Chance, my bourbon. Um, We've had this launch for a year now. Uh, It's the sweetest tasting nectar of the bourbon gods out there. I say that because I can back it up. We've won six gold medal awards, three for taste, three for bottle design. And it's the fastest selling, highest rated uh, craft distilled bourbon in America right now. Big, big, big. Conor McGregor, George Clooney, Ryan Reynolds, they all sold their companies. Um, I can say I've won more awards than any of them. <laughs> except maybe Casamigas, and I'm just a year out of the gate. So watch what I do with this in the next five years. Okay, yeah, It's on its way. Big product coming out hitting America that I launched in England is my It's Time energy drink. Now this is a very, Uh, Amazing drink, all natural, none of the crap like taurine, which is in all the others, not putting them down, but it's not good for you, okay? This has all natural energy, absolutely no sugar, 200 milligrams of caffeine from green coffee beans, no crash, full of vitamins and minerals. This is made for athletes. This is made for everybody. It's actually nourishing. You can drink this every day. It's not bad for you. Mm. You know, obviously, it's a little little variety there, (laughs) but this is going into 40 countries worldwide. Yeah. Um, It'll be in America next month on Amazon and then in every store in America next year. So that's one of my biggest projects I'm working on there. And I'm launching and there'll be another 50 nutritional products over the next two years from the It's Time Energy brand, you know, being distributed out through the pipeline. So I have all this pre-planned. I run business like Chess, I think three steps ahead. And I always side myself with the best business partners and I only deal with the best products. That's why I announced the UFC. That's why I released what I just showed you. It's why I'm with millions.co, blah, blah, blah. That's why I manage Michael Buffer, you know, <laughs> the whole nine yards. And the next one to answer your question is I'm coming out with the It's Time cologne. Um, wow. Very amazing. It's, it's, I'm telling you, your girlfriends are going to love this. Trust me. And um, I don't want to make a joke like smell like buff, but it's like that'll be also in Probably forty countries around the world. You're going to the airports and the duty-free shops, and you'll see the image of me with my cologne, along with Julia Roberts and Matt McConaughey. When I see that, I'm going to fall on the floor laughing my butt off. Okay, it's kind of, <laughs> but that's also going to be backed up with a whole line of toiletries, very high-quality toiletry lines: body wash, facial wash, moisturizer, deodorant, uh, soap, and a rope. You know, it's I have all it's it's all there, and you'll see all this if you follow me on Instagram. You'll see the the evolutionary process of what's taking place. Yeah. I love there's that. a long answer to a short question and yeah. there's much more going on too. Yeah. I mean, just the cameos and the videos that people order at buffer.com seriously keep my partner, Chris and I very, very busy. Yeah. And I get partial proceeds back to animal military and children's charities.
1: What's the most ridiculous request you've got? Cause you do intros for people on.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. No, the intros, I uh, championship intros, UFC fans, they love them. I introduce you yeah. like you're a champion in the cage. Um, and I'm not pushing it, but again, if you go to brucepuffer.com, you'll see it, or go to Cameo, you'll see samples. Want, I've had a church. Here's an example. I mean, I've had people request eulogies. They haven't even died yet, and they want a eulogy, okay, to play at their <laughs> funeral. Oh, my God. I've had uh, a request where um, I introduced uh, uh, Jesus Christ against uh, the devil <laughs> in, a, in a battle that they played on a video at a Sunday sermon for a big church. You know, that was pretty wild. Wow. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's some other, some crazy requests come in, you know, <laughs> all the time I did a cameo where I said, and now it's time to move on. And, and I thought the guy was doing it for his girlfriend because she's buying a new car, getting a new job, but he was breaking up with her Oh my! God. and he didn't make that clear to me. And it, and it went viral all over the world. I mean, the New York times, the UK sun, TMZ, they all covered it. It's like, I don't do those kind of videos. That was a mistake, you know? And, um, you gotta be careful when they send those scripts. You don't know what they're for. That's I have so to cool. turn down, keep it or I won't do it
1: what walk me through fight day what does your routine look like before you get in the octagon you know good night's sleep power breakfast meditation workout um
2: i don't rehearse i'll go over the names make sure i say them correctly i've got about four hours of prep work on the five cards i hold in my hand which have also become huge collectibles uh one of those five cards carb cards, sold as much as four thousand two hundred dollars one of a kind wow. of collectible. I'm very big in memorabilia and sports memorabilia collectibles. I know how to create a market for it, but that's another story too, but uh it's just being prepared for the show and then once I walk out into the arena I feel the energy of the crowd and that's what gets me going.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform
1: What's the toughest type of
2: name to say? Believe it or not, uh, single-syllable names like Mike Swick, right? Frank Trigg. Give me Habib Nurmagomedov all day long. <laughs> Give me uh, Russian, Asian, you name it. Uh, the more the more meat, the more fun,
1: you know? Is it is it because Mike Swick, you, it's just two syllables? Can't say anything? Yeah, it's just
2: single-syllable. Mike yeah. Swick, you know, Mike Swick. You know, he's a great friend of mine, but um, he's actually a loser. Swick, Frank Trigg. You know, it's like, I mean... Habib Nurmagomedov, you know, there's so much more to that. So much more to that.
1: I'm so curious where you found your voice because your announcing voice is, it's like a performance, like you said, and so different from your speaking voice. Thank you. Um, My dad was a Marine
2: Corps drill instructor. He was in the Marines for 13 years, World War II in Korea. I used to walk in a room when I was like five or six, say, hey, dad, son, project your voice, shoulders back, chest out, right? Let them know you're in the room. (laughs) Okay, dad. Right. But this is what I grew up with. And he, his voice, he never hit me. His voice could scare the Pope. Right. Um, if I knew dad was mad at me, I just didn't want to re- reap that wrath of God when he got home, you know? Um, I love him to death. I loved him to death. He's not with me anymore. But uh, that's probably where the upbringing came in. But I've never been trained. I just, I liked to sing when I was a kid. Um, I did motivational speaking before I ever set foot in the octagon. And uh, it just kind of built, you know? It's a tool. If you look at me in the first fight I did back in 96, uh, it's a completely different, you know, it's been it's been evolutionary process. Muscle, the tool has been, you know, developed.
1: How many fights or how many years would you say it took you to become the performer that you are now? Because like you said, if you look at you in the 90s, it's a lot different from now.
2: I would say during the first three years, I told myself in the first three years, I can't create my own distinct style. I wasn't going to do it. I didn't want to be Frank Sinatra Jr. No disrespect to him. He, he does what he does. I didn't want to be, oh, that that's Michael Buffer's brother, or he's being like Michael. I had no interest in that. I manage Michael. I don't ride his coattails. I sew them on, right? There's a big difference. So if I was going to stand out by myself, I needed to make my own mark in life. Mm-hmm. And I would say probably, you know, over the course of Three to seven years. I was standing still for the first three years, and I remember I had the, i had this flying inside me. I've been an athlete my whole life, and and I—I I've, I've banged. I—I I've, I've stood across. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like to fight, and I want to introduce the warriors the way I would want to be introduced. So I had to move, you know, mm-hmm. and I started moving. And then you know, people talk about my moves—the three sixty, the one eighty, the, the yeah. ninety—you know—degree, the jumps, the what I don't know what I'm going to do till I do it. Okay. But there's a repertoire of movements that i've made i know that octagon like a basketball player knows his half court i know exactly where i'm at at every time and like i said passion i go in there let it fly show's not about me it's about the fighters and the fans and i'm there to perform for them and the power i have to prove to myself every night i walk in the octagon i deserve that job
1: yeah i'm
2: that way every night that that saturday night or saturday when i walk out i did ufc 268 i think i really you know got into that and had a great time at madison square garden After I get over COVID, before that, um, not fun. Stay safe. And I'm still safe. I can get it again. I don't want to ever get that thing again. Uh, Thank God my lungs are good. And then I'll go out uh, Saturday when Misha Tate uh, fights Ketlin Vienna and I'll do the same thing. Got to prove to myself I deserve this job.
1: Before the first ever Buffer 180, did you plan that out or did it just happen in the moment? Happened in the moment. I was actually facing the red corner when I
2: introduced the blue corner. Suddenly realized, wait a minute, I'm over in the red corner. So I used to have a pretty good spinning bottom fist and I spun around, you know, to the to the blue corner and fighting, you know, and, and all of a sudden the crowd reacted and I thought, I got back to my seat and I thought, hmm, something there. Another little
1: addition. Yeah. Like, I want to be super respectful of your time. Thank you so much for joining us. I end up If you have a couple more questions, I got to Oh more. my gosh. Well, first of all, I will talk about what I was going to ask you, which is gratitude. And... What are three things in your life right now that you're grateful for?
2: I'm grateful for my family, you know, the upbringing, the love that I'm very lucky to say that I have in my life. I'm grateful for my health um, that I, because no matter what's around me, if you're not healthy, it's it's just not worth it. You know, you got to be healthy to enjoy everything you have. And I'm grateful for, um, I'm grateful for a lot of things. But on a third note, I'm grateful that I have the attitude that I have where I have a three-foot theory. I want everybody around me to be prosperous, healthy, and happy, mm. right? I treat everybody with respect, and I'm grateful that I'm that kind of a person, that I can share that. You know, I'm not into cocky and arrogant people. I'm not something I care to associate with, although we all have to. Um, I just want, I'm just grateful to be humble and just appreciate that I wake up every day and I have what I have in my life. I'm very yeah. grateful for everything I have in my life, yeah. and I'll work my best to keep it going and take care of my family.
1: I love that I, I remember where i was when i first found out that ufc was a thing you were kind of in that world before you were working for ufc but do you remember hearing about the ultimate fighting championship for the first time
2: i remember sparring with Royce gracie in 1991 before 93 when it started i went to a dojo in torrance uh, california that a movie director very famous named john millius who did conan the barbarian and red dawn and wrote apocalypse now he said hey Buff, come with me to, I know you're kickboxing all the time, but come with me and, and train jiu-jitsu. I said, I've trained Jujitsu, jitsu not too much. But he said, no, you never trained Gracie jiu-jitsu. I went there and a skinny kid came out and said, hey, my name is Hoyce. come with me. And he took me into a room, closed the door, all padded up room. And uh, he said, I understand you're a kickboxer. Come at me, take my head off. Right. He said, you want me to put on some gloves? You know, I'm game. And he said, no, come at me. So I went at him, you know, threw a few punches, got underneath my punches, took me to the ground. Forty-five minutes, forty-five seconds later, so I'm in a side choke. He's choking me out. He goes tap, tap, tap. So I tap, and I'll never forget. He got up, straightened his gi, and he said, "See, isn't it nice not to get hit in the face?" Right. (laughs) And then two years later, the UFC came out, and I watched it, and I realized that was my world, and you know, welcome to it. But it was a spectacle. It needed to be refined, and uh, you know, I was I was glued to the screen, um, by. UFC two and three, it got a little, it got a little brutal, but I'd seen brutal fights like that in reality. I didn't know if it was going to make it. You know, I don't think they knew they were going to go past a few shows, but then the refinement came in. I had Michael do six, seven and ultimate ultimate. And then I couldn't keep him there because we had a big contract with the WCW wrestling back then with sting and Hulk. And, um, then I fought to get myself into the octagon, which is a whole nother story. I wrote about all this in my book, it's time and, and more. I wrote that as a motivational book for people Aside from just my story, it's thirty percent UFC of the rest is family success failure, you know, all the wonderful things we go through in life.
1: What's amazing, though, is that you can take two fairly, you know, common words, it's and time, and make it your catchphrase. Like that's that's unbelievable. thank you. It's
2: um, that's why I always say it's not what I say, it's how I say it. yeah. and it, and I didn't go immediately to have a phrase because I wasn't phrase driven. I didn't want to be again, like Michael Buffer, Everybody's copying Michael. I wanted to create my own style. And, uh, that just came over time and and then it developed organically. And in business, when it develops organically, that's when it becomes the strongest possible.
1: Yeah. I think that there's certain things in our life that when they happen, they put us on a path and lead us to where we've become or where we yes. are now. True. Can you imagine if you and Michael, your paths never crossed and you never realized that you were half brothers? We wouldn't be having this conversation. I was I had
2: business. I started my first business at 19 and I I will always make money. I I mean I know how to make money and whatever it's little or a lot or whatever I I always believe that I can because I I've, I've gone broke in my life you know I've I made seven figures and lost it and made it again and you know it's you got to know what it's like to fail before you know what it's like to succeed sometimes. But I'm confident that I would always find something to do. I'm an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. But uh, thank God that Michael and I did meet for two reasons. I found my long lost half brother who I love dearly. And uh, um, I was able to get into the world of sports and entertainment, which I probably would not have gone to the foray as I am now if it wasn't for meeting Michael, but I did it my way. And that's what I'm very happy about.
1: And now the two greatest announcers of all time have a last name buffer. (laughs) Yes. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. That's
2: very (laughs) kind of you. I appreciate your words.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. Sunday night, he's out doing the Rams and
2: on Monday night, I'm out uh, on ESPN doing the Raiders. I mean, and we're brothers. It's just, it's it's a very unique thing. It's very, uh, we're very proud of that. It's very cool. We're very supportive of each other.
1: It's been amazing watching your progress in the ring and watching you become one of the goats. So thanks. So amazing to be able to share this time with you, Bruce. I I
2: really appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'm just call me Bruce, man. I'm just out there doing my gig. I'm no, I'm equal to everybody else, but if you try to announce against me, I'll, I'll kick your butt.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've, I've done some ring announcing. I am no Bruce Buffer.
2: You don't want to be Bruce Buffer. You want to be mm. who you are. Mm. Okay? You want to be Chris, all right? I love that. Bruce, thank you so much. All right, Chris. Thanks so much. I appreciate it.
1: Bruce Buffer. What a guy. What a voice. Big thank you to Bruce for making the time to chat with us during a crazy busy week. Thank you to you for always making time. listen to insight with everything that's going on in your life as well share this episode with that one friend of yours who loves ufc and snap a screenshot let us know that you're listening tag bruce he's at bruce buffer on twitter he's at bruce buffer ufc on instagram and tag me as well at chris van vliet and we'll end with these words from thomas edison who said many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. Woo! That's powerful on a Wednesday. Be great, be grateful. We will see you on the next one for some more insight. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you.